How you doing, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative, where I go ahead and talk about life, talk about liberty, and talk about the pursuit of happiness and showing the hypocrisy of our politicians. Because I've, I've learned throughout this podcast journey that I'm on with this Cajun conservative, how the left and the right have some really, really wacko people. The reason I say that is because you have people like Bill Cassidy and, you know, Mitt Romney and all these guys. It's it's hard to find out who is right and who is left. Sometimes left is right and right is left. So we don't know what's going on. But I just want to tell you guys that I am honored and blessed to be here to show you who is on the side that is not right. As I say, that's why I call myself a conservative. You might be wondering why I don't call myself a Republican, which I am a registered Republican, and I think everyone should vote Republican. But it's just hard to go ahead and say that all these people, not not every Republican is a Republican, folks. There are some rhinos out there, and, you know, I, I, I make the jokes, and I'm going to probably be talking about that later on, about Joe Manchin. You know, if Joe Manchin would run against Bill Cassidy, I'll vote for Joe Manchin all day long. Isaac, he's a Democrat. He's on the left. Yes, but at least we know what he's talking. You know, he he has said already, I'm not going to vote for this. I'm not going to I'm not going to override the filibuster. I'm going to do all that. And he has done it so far. So I'm just I'm just being honest with you, folks. I am. I'm just being honest that I, I would over I would vote for Joe Manchin over Bill Cassidy. In a heartbeat. Um, unfortunately, they're not running against each other, but at least with Joe Manchin, you know where you stand on. You know he's going to go ahead and try to do... Uh, he's a, he's not really a moderate. He has started with the Democrats, and when push comes to shove, I've learned Democrats have went ahead and helped each other out. But listen, I want to thank you for dropping by today. I want to thank you for, you know, wherever whenever you listen to this, um, we're going to be talking about the Newsweek. And let me go look at the date just to make sure. You know, I, I don't want you to be listening to Yeah, we're going to be talking from the 13th to the 19th, what happened through the week of the 13th to the 19th of September 2021. And this week we had some news. We had a lot of, lot of stories. I'm going to try to cover, if not all of them, most of them at least, to try to, as you can see me, I'm looking at my phone and my computer, trying to get this all, all situated and ready to go. Um... You know, I don't know who watches football on this station, but this thing's just lost to the Carolina Panthers, which is no biggie. It don't matter in a grand scheme of things. But anyway, um, God is good. God is amazing. And we're going to keep on going. Amen. So uh, just thank you for listening to everyone on Spotify, Google, Apple, and all my other platforms that I'm on. If you if you have not yet hit subscribe, you know, you can get all the new episodes. And I'm... I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been saying I'm working with some new equipment to go ahead and get on YouTube. Well, that's out the window. I'm just not going to do that. Um, we are, you know, not not on this podcast, but I'm, later on we're scheduled, which will be a day after. You can go on YouTube and watch it on my uh, Cajun Conservative Facebook page where I'm going to have Nate Savage and I'm going to have um, Scott Ford. 
And uh, Scott Ford this week went ahead and switched everything almost to Rumble because of YouTube censorship. So I'm working on trying to get some video. People are asking me about it. So we're going to work on that. I got the technology. We're just testing it out, making sure everything works good before we launch that platform of Rumble or YouTube, something of that nature. Um, if you have not yet, go like me on Facebook, the Cajun Conservative Show. Go, you can go find that on I do Facebook Live. I just mentioned we're doing a Facebook Live tonight at the time of this recording, which after while you're hearing this, it's probably going to be on Monday or after Monday. You can go ahead and watch it on the Cajun Conservative Show, and we're going to get together for all that. So, all right, guys. So we're going to start off the week. Um, a lot of big stories going on. And the first one I could say would be the gubernatorial recall election that has happened in California. Gavin Newsom, yes, has been kept his job. And if you look at the numbers, um, I, I went ahead and refreshed my memory on that today. Gavin Newsom, and that happened on Tuesday. Gavin Newsom went ahead and got his kept his gubernatorial seat. Um, the polls are saying it was neck and neck. Even Larry Elder might go ahead and pull this off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is California to begin with. 63% voted for Gavin Newsom. And there's a reason why that has happened. It is because he nationalized this uh, election for the state of California. Now, news pundits like uh, Washington Post and other news outlets, what they're doing, they're saying that this is a future. This shows that America is going more liberal than Republican. I'm sorry, the state of California, you cannot go ahead and say that that is showing that this country is going more liberal. California has been liberal for the last few years. The last Republican governor that was there was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't help out either because Arnold Schwarzenegger sided with the left to keep his job. Larry Elder was not going to do that. Now we had other we had other Republicans in there. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, who was formerly known as Bruce Jenner, he was in there and he was running for that seat. He was the lead Republican until Larry Elder got in there. Now, throughout this campaign, I talked about it last week briefly, but Larry Elder has been called the 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 black face of white supremacy. He has he has been called a racist. He has been called a homophobe. He has been called everything under the book. They the Democrats brought in the heavy guns. They brought in Biden, they brought in Harris, they brought in Obama, and they they went ahead and criticized Larry Elder, called Larry Elder a racist, even that he was black. I didn't know a black person could be racist, but, uh, you know, if you're going against the left, yes, you can. Uh, Larry Elder was an abuser of women, which ain't true. But Larry Elder went ahead and lost this race. Was it Larry Elder's fault? No. I, I, I honestly think that it was a neck and neck race, folks. If you look at the polls, and I don't really try, I haven't trust polls since the 2016 election when all the polls went ahead and said, hey, you know, Hillary Clinton is going to go ahead and win the next election in a landslide. Donald Trump ain't going to have no hope. Donald Trump ain't going to win nothing. He's not going to be president, and Donald Trump won. Now we know the 2020 election that I honestly, I, I, I just tell you all like it is, I don't think 81 million Americans voted for Mr. Biden, King Biden, if you want to go get technical on that, King Biden, I don't honestly think he got 81 vote, 81 million votes. I don't know if he got 81, 81 votes as I was about to make a mistake like that. But um, it, the, um, 
the issue with this this election, you got to realize they sent out 22 million mail-in ballots, folks. And then you had um, then you had the drop-off boxes. Well, I don't think I don't know if they were watching them very very well. Also today, you can count mail-in ballots seven days after the election in California. So. A Democrat won, and that shouldn't bring no shocker in California because San Francisco, Los Angeles, and a lot of the big cities overrided the small conservative cities. Now, they also ran on a pun that this was Donald Trump coming to California. Donald Trump. Look, folks, Larry Elder was in an uphill battle to begin with. It would have been nice to see California get a Republican governor, but he wouldn't have really be able to do anything because Larry Elder to begin with is just the governor. The California, like any other state has a Congress has a Senate, a house Senate and what all would not. So even if Larry Elder wanted to do something, he, they would have had a veto session and override Larry Elder. Also on that point, they were trying to use, they use Texas and Florida for the coronavirus. Like Gavin Newsom did a great job of not doing everything right in California, but Greg Abbott and um, DeSantis has done everything great in the eyes of people with this coronavirus. They have stopped the spread of the virus, and they have done all that stuff. But they were trying to make it like um, that Gavin Newsom was the greatest thing since sliced bread, and the, the they were using Texas abortion law. Look, um, they were saying Larry Elder was going to change the, the abortion law in Tex- uh, like Texas did. But there was a problem, folks. Like, like I just said, they had the Democrats owned the House and they owned the Senate in California, so they had the veto session. They could override Larry Elder every way, shape, or form. So it was just promising that they even had this election, this, this recall election, show that there is people in California that are that are smarter than the average bear. But ladies and gentlemen, this, like I said, Larry Elder unfortunately, probably wouldn't have got a lot of stuff done. He would have done a lot of stuff in executive orders, which was would have been smart by him. But unfortunately, Larry Elder didn't win. Gavin Newsom did get enough for them to say no. I'm not calling it fraud. They have not, I haven't seen no evidence of that. But I'm just saying mail-in ballots and everything that they're trying, they were trying to pass in H.R. 1 for the country, they, they implemented in California. And you see that the, even the, the Democrat, uh, it was 63% last time I checked. It was only 85% of the vote. They're waiting seven days for mail-in ballots, which Gavin Newsom won already. They already declared him the victor in that election. But that was Tuesday. And um, I know there's some people, some people are very disappointed about this. They're like, Isaac, what's our hope for California? At this point, I don't think, I don't know there is hope for California. California was threatening to... Uh, break away from the union when uh, Trump was in uh, when Trump was president. So we just got we just got to wait and see, guys. I, you know, I'm I said this. I was going to follow the uh, recall election when Bruce Jenner, who's known as Caitlyn Jenner, got in there, and I, I kept an eye on it. But the outcome isn't surprising to me. And it was a long shot. The polls were close. Hey. I was kind of hoping that it would happen. So that that that's what's going on in California. That happened Tuesday. All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about the 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 Democrats or the left's view of this 3.5 trillion dollar bill. Now, 
as they were talking, I thought this bill was written. You had rhinos, and that's why I talked about in the first segment that, you know, we, we, I, I'm showing you the hypocrisy of all politicians. It's just not Democrats. I was asked at a restaurant the other day when I revealed who I was. I was the Cajun conservative. They didn't know who I was, but I told them I had a podcast. They asked me about it, and I, I told them who I was. I, was, I talk politics. And they asked me, they said, are you one-sided? And I try not to be. See, that's the thing about your friendly host, good-looking host, by the way, I'm just saying, that I try to be fair. I try to look at both things. And look, if you are a listener of this podcast, you know I don't like Mitt Romney. I don't like Bill Cassidy. I don't like I don't like Republicans that say they're Republicans and they're rhinos. I don't like uh, uh, the Representative Cheney. Um, I, I just I, I don't know how you can go ahead and say that uh, Cheney is conservative when she has attacked Donald Trump and said that Don, she's doing everything in her power to stop Donald Trump from being elected again. So you you can't you can't go ahead and look at that. But Bill Cassidy and almost twenty other Republicans told us, hey, y'all, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill is not linked to the 3.5. Well, when they started writing this bill, which they haven't yet, the Democrats thought it would be done on party lines, and they would have um, Kamala Harris do, do the split vote, and they would do it. The reason they were doing that is because, look, this bill wasn't linked yet. Like and, and uh, to Bill Bill Cassidy's credit, when Bill Cassidy said, it's not linked, it's not linked. Yes, it was. See, this is what the Democrats do, folks. And I've I've seen this in the Republican Party, and the Republican Party has fallen for it every single time. When the, the the Democrats are in charge and they can't get some of them, they go they go to the Republicans and they say, "Listen, we're going to give you A, B, and C if you give us D, E, and F." The Republicans go ahead and say, well, we don't want this to hurt the country and we don't want this to do this. So don't do uh, don't put this in it. Don't put that in it. Don't. And the Democrats go, yes, oh, we'll do it. No problem. Well, when the bill gets written, all of a sudden, the things that the Republicans didn't want. It's in there like this linkage thing. The Republicans say, hey, the, the ones that are supposed to be bipartisan said, well, you know, don't put that in there. Don't link it up to the other bill. And it's going to be in their mind. They're thinking, hey, this is going to be make it harder for the 3.5 to pass. Of course, Nancy Pelosi and the, the Democrat Party said, no problem. We got this. And guess what? It linked because after they wrote the bill, they put it in there. And when the Republicans said, well, what what's this? We didn't. The Democrats say, well, we didn't. We didn't. We, we always had that in there. So they're linking up the 3.5, and in my honest opinion, I honestly think that God is doing this on purpose. God is swaying the heart of Joe Manchin and the other senator from Arizona, name forgets me at the moment. Uh, they, they, they're not, they don't want to vote for this bill. I heard, heard earlier in the week that Joe Biden was going to have a talk with them. But what, what really got me was is that this bill isn't even written yet. Listen to me, folks. This bill is not written yet. And that's the thing. The, the, the Republicans are, are debating a bill that has not been written yet. See, if I was a Republican senator or congressman, I'd say, look, give me the written bill. I want the written bill. I want to go ahead and I want to read it. 
But there's a problem now that it, this is going it's going in front of a committee to see if the um, if they they can use the filibuster or they got to do one party lines because watch how the Democrats work, folks. They always add in a lot of pork in their bills. They're saying that they, to get it through a party line. That's why they need Joe Manchin and the other senator from Arizona. Because they're trying to put immigration in it. Because there's a rule that if it's an immigration bill, that they they can do on party lines or fifty or over fifty vote threshold. So they put that in there, but they're trying to figure out if it's a tax. Because Joe Biden is going off the rails right now, folks. Joe Biden wants to raise the the uh, uh, income tax from thirty six percent to thirty nine percent. He also wants to tax the rich. He, he said it the other day, I'm a capitalist, but pay your fair share. The, uh, Biden was praising tax hikes. He wants to go ahead and overturn a 2017 tax break that John, Donald Trump gave us. And he wants to go ahead and tax more of the rich. We're going to get into AOC's dress later on, but uh, going to the gal Mel, Mel, I think it is, going with a dress that says tax the rich where you got to pay $30 a plate $30,000 to get in folks that's really suffering that's really suffering we're gonna get more into that later on but Biden's trying to throw tax hikes into this thing this 3.5 trillion dollar bill which a lot of experts are saying that's not gonna cost 3.5 trillion it's gonna cost 5 trillion probably 6 trillion possibly but folks, this is what's getting me this week. The bill's not written, and the Republicans are like, "Oh, we didn't know." Yeah, you knew, folks. We don't have leadership in this country. We don't have, and look, we don't have it on the Republicans or the Democrats. Because Mitch McConnell's in there. There was a reason why Rush Limbaugh called him the turtle. Uh, let me see. We got a bill that uh, that you know. He talks so slow. He reminds me of Mountain Man on Duck Dynasty, and I'm not trying to be offensive to him. But ladies and gentlemen of this audience, you got to realize something. The Republican Party always falls for this. Unfortunately, the Republican Party is like a little brother or sister that always get outsmarted by the older. The Democrats are doing this on purpose. They they went ahead and allowed the $1.2 trillion bill, which I was opposed to. I wasn't one of these fake Republicans that say, hey, this is a true infrastructure bill. There was pork in that bill. But the Republican Party, well, correction, some on the Republican Party, that this is a good bill, like Bill Cassidy going on a radio here in Louisiana and saying how this is a good bill and they're not linked. It's going to make it harder for the 3.5. No, Bill, this, this, this legislation of the $1.5 trillion infrastructure bill, 1.2, was not a bipartisan. They, they, they threw in things after that. They rewrote the bill after you read it. But they're doing that with this bill, folks. This bill right here, is it's just the same old, same old. It is the Democrats fooling the Republicans saying, hey, we're not going to throw this in. We're not going to throw that in. And when you say, well, where's the written bill? We didn't write it yet. We're still working out the details. Folks, that's sad that you have a party vote for a bill that has not been written yet. And it shows how the Democrat Party has is overriding the Republican Party. And unfortunately, the Republicans are 
are doing the same thing. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Then you touch me with your hand You made me understand Hold on to the light That's right, hold on to the light. Who is that light? It is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our King. He's coming back, folks. He's coming back real soon. And, (laughs) okay, so I got a story. Because I know y'all might be listening, like, you're going to talk about General Milley? You know, you talk about infrastructure, you talk about the, what else? Don't hold your horses, I'm getting to that. And I, I, I don't know if you listen to it like I have. This is a disgrace, but... I got I got a story right here um, before we move on to that. But, oh, okay, let me go into that right now. Um, I'm trying to get my notes ready. Anyway, teacher says positive behavior, like sitting quietly and following directions, it's white supremacy. Uh, okay. A Virginia high school teacher posted a TikTok video. Oh, boy, TikTok. Um... <laughs> Criticizing the state discipline, disciplinary approach, which promotes such such rules as sitting quietly and following directions as white supremacy. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> where are we getting these teachers? Where are we getting teachers like this? Now, the, the, the TikTok video shows the, the, the teacher behind a gay pride flag. Uh, you know what, hey, folks? I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I've really been thinking about it. I really don't like TikTok. I see a couple of videos my wife shares with me, but I don't have an account. I should make a Cajun conservative TikTok account. If you like that, please email me at the Cajun Conservative Five or comment on a video or a link that I have on Facebook. Because if y'all want it, I'll make it. Uh, maybe I can get famous like these nuts teachers. That because remember a while back, I think it was about three weeks ago. I, I I did a whole segment on teachers, and there was one that says, "I don't have an American flag because of COVID." Gets, it made me uncomfortable. Ladies and gentlemen, you're looking in the back. If, if you if you can see me on a video, or if you can go ahead, if you just just look at if you imagine my studio, I got a flag with all the states behind me. I got, I got, I, I, I love our country. My, my, you got to look at it. My cover art is a flag. But it makes me feel uncomfortable. According to teachers. And this one, look, they have more loyalty to a pride flag than the American flag. That's sad. But where are we get, where are these teachers coming from? Look, sit quietly and behave 
is considered white supremacy. And I, I want to know how. I, and I just read the top article. Ladies and gentlemen, that is called discipline. That is called behavior. That is called teaching your kids right. But it's considered white supremacy. I just I, look. I, I know some. I, look, I know black people. I know Asian people. I know. I know all kind of people. And they all correct their kids and teach their kids to sit quietly in school and listen. I just don't know how that's white supremacy. Maybe because it's maybe it might be a whole white school board. I don't know. But making a comment like this, hey, y'all. Positive behavior, like sitting quiet and following directions, is white supremacy. I want to see his classroom. When the kids are, are, are throwing their books all over and yelling at the top of their lungs, doing la 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 to him while he's trying to teach. I wonder if that's going to be positive. I wonder if that's white supremacy. Folks, and, and I know what this is. This is obstruction of rules. See, folks, if you don't have rules, your your society is going to go to crap. And when you have these people saying that this is okay, this is white supremacy to, be, to, to teach your kids or to tell your kids to behave, what they want, they want people that are, are ruling and do, let's say it like this. Do they want all society to be like Black Lives Matter that goes burn cities down because they can't get their way? They want brats. They don't want they don't want kids that are respectable. They don't want kids that are are, are honoring their parents. No, they want spoiled brats. That ain't white supremacy, folks. That's just stupidity. I and I, I honestly can't. Why this teacher went on TikTok and said that? You know, positive behavior and sitting quietly and showing respect is white supremacy. Folks, these libs and these these far left reaching people are going to do whatever it takes to push racism down our throat. This is, this is, I'm just, and I'm flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. How can, can somebody, look, if you, if you want to answer my question, please email me. Please send me a message on Facebook. Something. Tell me how this is white supremacy. How? I just, and look, this, this article came from Daily Caller. But it, Positive behavior interventions and support is a framework adopted by Virginia to support positive academic and behavior outcomes for all students. Though evidence-based preventive and interaction behavior strategies. I said that the PBIS is white supremacy with a hug and a lot of y'all wanted to know more about it. The teacher said in the video that was the original post in his TikTok account in May and response Monday. So if the PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And these things like making sure that you follow directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly and you're in a in your seat, all these things that come from white culture. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Okay, you sit down in your seat, you 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 behave and you pay attention. 
So you can learn knowledge for something you can do ahead. See, that's a white mentality. That's a white man's mentality. You know, making sure that the black people and the, the slaves stay in line. Folks, that is not white supremacy. You have to re- I, This is maybe. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen to your teacher and learn something. That is white supremacy because that is putting a thumbnail on all the races except the white kids. Oh, yeah, white kids, don't, you don't have to worry about that. I call that baloney. But that rule doesn't go to, does, doesn't go to white kids. That, goes, that rule goes to everybody else. I've stayed on this longer than I wanted to, but it just, it upsets me. All right, so early in the week, we had a story break out. There was a book written by two journalists. I'm uh, pulling up their names at the moment. Um, these two book writers went ahead and in their new book, Perel, Perel, journalist Bob Woodward and Robert Costa, Robert Costa wrote a book and they, they claim at the time that Mike, uh, Mark Milley, General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chief of Staffs, was so concerned that then-President Donald Trump would go rogue and spark a war with China. He had made a pair of secret phone calls to his counter part in China per the Washington Post. Woodward and Costa wrote that after January 6th, merely felt no, uh, felt no absolute certainty that the military could, could, could control or trust Trump and believed it was his job as a senior military officer to take the unthinkable and take any and all unnecessary precautions, according to CNN's write-up on the same report. That, and that added that merely... Though Trump might war the dog, wag the wag the dog, provoke a conflict this or abroad and destruct uh, to distract distract from his uh, crushing election loss, Milley was so fearful of Trump's a- attack. My oh man, okay, Trump was so I lost my place for a second. Milley was so fearful of Trump's attack on China and post notes that he appeared to have undermined the Trump administration command. My, my phone is acting up. Don't want me to tell you this command directly with China officers in a pair of secret phone call. General Mark a Milley, the chairman of the chief joints of South assured China counterpart general Lee Zangun, whatever his name is of the people, the libertarian army that, the, the United States would not strike the pair uh, The pair of reporters noted one call took place on October 30th, 2024, four days after the election that unseated President Trump and another January 8th, 2021, two days after the Capitol surge carried out by his supporters in the quest to cancel the vote. There was even one record of General Milley saying that if they would attack China, he would give them a fair warning. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I haven't looked it back, but General Milley was um, replaced Michael Flynn. If memory serves me right, he was, I don't know if he was the chief Trump of staff or he was a, at the time with Trump, I think he was the chief uh, military advisor. And it's starting to make clear to me, I have a theory why Milley was in there to begin with, Mark Milley. But let's, let's go on this, 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 um, I read you the article from the Daily Wire. This story is, 
is so disturbing to me because Mark Milley, being a general, should know the chain of command. Mark, now, I'm not. I'm not even sure this story is. You got to realize these are two guys, and I'm, I'm going to quote Mark Levin on this, which. I'm going to recommend it. This is not a paid sponsorship or anything like that. Mark Levin's American Marxism. I'm starting to read it. I finally got it. I read the first chapter. Go read it. It is an eye-opener. I can't wait to read the second chapter. But Mark Levin said on Hannity on Friday that these two journalists kept this from the public to sell their book. Because when this story broke, either Tuesday or Wednesday, it was wall-to-wall coverage of Mark Milley possibly getting in, uh, talking with the Chinese, his Chinese counterpart, General, to warn them that if the president would say, hey, we're going to have an attack on China, it would save my presidency, so I'm going to attack him. And he said, I'm going to make sure that you know before so you have time to get out. Ladies and gentlemen of this audience, I promise you, if China would ever attack the United States of America, they would not give us a 24-hour heads up. I don't know if they would. They wouldn't even give us a two-minute heads up. Ladies and gentlemen, First off, this administration is all broken up. But this is before Biden even came in. Now, he is the Joint Chief of Staffs now. Got a, got a good promotion, apparently. But Mark Milley, if he did this, this is a treasonous act. Yes, there was no war declared on China. Yes, there was no threat to China. I don't think Donald Trump even thought about doing that. But for Mark Milley to go ahead and undermine the President of the United States, the Commander-in-Chief, he should be court-martialed, and he should be—he should have the full extent of the law to him as a traitor of this country. Mark Milley, what he did, he went ahead and under—he went ahead and said, "Heck on what the president says, I'm going to do what I want to do." Now, of course, the media and the president of the United States, President Biden, is praising Mark Milley. Because, and which shows me that he probably did this. Because the president said, if Mark Milley did this, he was very brave to stop Donald Trump because Donald Trump was unstable. Now, you can understand me, but the president probably had a little, um, uh, 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 about the, um, uh, um. Ladies and gentlemen, our president don't know. It, <laughs> he don't know, he don't know the simplest things right now. But Donald Trump was in control of his administration that we thought. Now, I, after hearing this, I kind of put two and two together because, and one of my friends told me this week, we, we had a conversation on this, and he's very political. He knows what's going on. He said, Isaac, they know who leaked. Because remember, Donald Trump, every time, if Donald Trump would clip his toenail, a leak happened. Donald, uh, they, they, somebody would leak it out to the press. Everything that Donald Trump did. Now, my friend said they probably know who it is. They just keep it on the hush-hush. But it's kind of funny how this guy came in after Michael Flynn. Michael Flynn was a diehard Trump supporter. 
He would have done right by this country. But they needed somebody in there from the deep state, and I will say the deep state does exist. The reason I say that is because I know three Marines that have a podcast, or three veterans that have a podcast, and they said it on their podcast that the deep state is real. Ladies and gentlemen, this right here is treason. They, they needed somebody in the deep state, and they also needed somebody to leak out. I think that's why Milley was put in there. They, I, I hate to say it, but they fooled Donald Trump in that area. But la- ladies and gentlemen, like I said, is this true? I, look, Mike, uh, Mark Milley's, um, the, the, the Pentagon just dodges the questions. They didn't ask for it. And if I'm not mistaken, Milley's spokesperson came out and said that it was absolutely false. So it's their word against his. But ladies and gentlemen, this, I, this if you're a military person, this is heinous. Treason. This is treason. To go ahead and let your enemy know. And people might say, well, China ain't our enemy. They're not our friends. They're not our allies. They're not part of the G7, if I'm not mistaken. But ladies and gentlemen, this, this military person doing this is a crime. He, he, he overstepped his authority. He did not follow the chain of command. But ladies and gentlemen, of course, the media is praising this man. Like I said, Biden holds him in high regards if he did this. You have the media saying, we thank you, General Milley. We thank you for overstepping your grounds. We thank you for going over your boss. We thank you because Donald Trump was insane. And Donald Trump was, his mind was messed up. And he didn't know what he was doing. And... Sounds like the president in the White House right now. Donald Trump knew what he was doing. This President Biden, not to try to clown him, but didn't know what direction to go to. The person is pointing, hey, go that way, Mr. President, go that way. And, you know, President Biden said, no, I'm going to go this way. They also asked about his coughing fist this week. And James Soskowski, of course, oh, we don't know what about that. Not, he has a doctor with him at all time. He's fine. Ladies and gentlemen... This is showing how much Trump's cabinet was it was 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 influenced by the wrong people. Donald Trump never hinted about going to war with China, but you see, because Donald Trump lost so-called lost the election, Mark Milley was scared that Donald Trump would retaliate to try to keep his position. Donald Trump did everything he possibly could by the Constitution. Better than what this president is doing. Hey, I don't think that's constitutional, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mark Milley is the disgrace to our country. If I had to put the first traitor of this country, I'd say Benedict Arnold. Then second, Mark Milley, because he let... And look, I'm not going to... I know what people are going to say. Oh, Isaac, he's a military man, and you're, you're criticizing a military veteran? Yes. Look, he could have done great things for this country, but when he went ahead and called China, if he did, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but if he went ahead and called China and told him, listen, if we plan to attack you, I'm going to let you know, that is a conspiracy to, uh, uh, that is a treason. That is to... Uh, conspire with the enemy because when we decide to go to war with somebody they're not our friends they're our enemies which like I said Donald Trump was not ever ever planning 
in my opinion. I could be wrong. Somebody could say, well, they wrote a book where Donald Trump told General Milley he was going to attack China. Which, I, I, this is my thing about General Milley as well. I don't know why he was thinking that. he Trump got to get a Congress approval to go to war with anybody. But they're worried about Donald Trump holding the nuclear codes. Worrying about Donald Trump, you should worry about the guy in the White House right now. Because he might sneeze and hit her own button or think that he's calling Nancy Pelosi and hit a nuclear reaction to somewhere. I don't know. It's sad for it's sad how they, they, they're, they're trying to. They, Millie was trying to. Oh, Trump's unstable. Trump's this. Trump's that. But like I said, you got a man that likes eating ice cream and stutters every five minutes. Don't know halfway where he's at. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a guide on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Show, the third and final segment of the day. And, and I know you're probably going to get this after the this, the podcast comes out, but if you can, go on my Facebook page and watch the live stream that we're going to be doing. Like I said, it didn't happen at the time of this recording, but of course, after, because uh, my episode drops on Monday mornings, um, go check out the the live stream that Nate and Scott and myself is going to do tonight. It's just a it's just a blessing to know these guys, and you know I tell them all the time they're my brothers, they're my friends, and we possibly going to have Lauren Collins on as well from I just got to say some podcast. But I'm just I'm just letting y'all know these these guys. When I talk about these guys on air, they're they're my friends, they're my brothers. They you know I I, I go ahead and I support them. You know, as much as I can. And I tell my audience, go listen to them. They're great guys. Uh, Nate's a great guy. Scott's a good guy. Lauren's a good guy. The guys from Corporate Canteen Cup, go check them out. You know, and, you know, I've been on all these guys' shows already, and it's, it's, a, it's a blessing. And just to know them, and if I, had to, if I had to go ahead and say I've accomplished anything from these podcasts, is meeting good friends like these individuals are. Because, you know, and this all started off from us all jump, you know, talking to each other is from one, one, uh, one message I got that one February day when Curtis Harper, my good friend, went ahead and messaged me and said, hey, you should go ahead and check out the Scott Force show. 
And that all started off. Then, then Nate messaged me, and I met Lauren Collins from from that. I met the the Culper Canteen guys from from Facebook. Just just you know, great people, great guys. Go check them out. And I'm just I just love doing these these live streams with them. You, you're not you're not gonna know what's gonna you don't know what's gonna happen on these live streams. But hey, go check them out. You know, go check us all out on Facebook, and we're gonna be on there. We're gonna share it through our groups, uh, the Conservative Assembles, and all that. All right, I want to go ahead and mention something, folks. I last week I the episode that I, I, I labeled was war on the unvaccinated. Biden has declared war through his mandates, and thank God for governors that are standing up and saying, "Hey, we're not going to allow this." But and if this man can get on TV, I've said this multiple times because y'all know I'm a big Don Lemon fan. If this man can get on TV. And say stupid things on television. I have a shot to get on TV one day. Which I'm hoping for. I got high goals for this 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 podcast. I got high goals for this show. You know, that's why I actually hit the subscribe button. Let's show the left. Hey, we have conservatives out there that know what they're talking about. And y'all like them. Anyway, so this comes from the Daily Wire. Don Lemon had his show. And yeah, he was trans. He the the show was uh was going into his show the Don Lemon Hour I think it's called, and Lemon come out and said it's time to start shaming them. Lemon told his audience on Wednesday night. Lemon shouted his distress during a exchange with unfocused banner. Man, I don't know why it is doing this. But I need a new phone, folks. <laughs> anyway. The lemon shouted his distress during an extended and unfocused benter with follow CNN host Chris Como at the beginning of the Don Lemon tonight, not Don Lemon hour. But lemon started cutting down Republicans because they they call for General Mark Milley's, which we talked about. There's a lot of Republicans calling for Mark's Milley resign over his treasonous act of calling China. And he said that it was uh, um, after he reportedly promised to give the Chinese military advice warning of the U.S. attack inside himself in the nuclear chain of command. Have a seat, Lemon told Republican criticizing Milley. You don't you don't you didn't do the right thing during Trump's administration. You're still trying to evaluate yourself through some big lie, which he's talking about the COVID-19 shot. So, folks, there is still a war on the unvaccinated. It's kind of funny, okay, and this is the thing that I wanted to get with on this segment. And I mentioned Scott Ford. We're talking about big tech censorship tonight on our live stream. Or, like I said, you're going to be listening on Monday last night if you want to go according to that. Or on Facebook with the live stream, we plan on talking about, um, we're planning on talking about big tech censorship. Now, I'm on Facebook. I have a YouTube account. I have a YouTube account for my brother's Just Surging podcast. And Scott has been working hard for a year to get the the right numbers to be modernized or to get paid from YouTube with Google Ads and all that stuff. They told him his content was too hurtful or, you know, offensive to some. So they didn't, they didn't give him his modernization. But Don Lemon can go on the air on TV with CNN and get a check every week for telling people it's time to start shaming the unvaccinated. So now, you see, like me and my curiosity, I'm at, I want to ask Mr. Lemon, 
What do you mean by shaming us? Do you mean to tell people to do like what they did with Tucker Carlson and say you're a disgrace to humanity? You're a disgrace to this world and your profession for telling people not to go get the vaccination. Folks, everyone on Fox News, if if I might be wrong, but majority of the people at Fox News has gotten the vaccination. And they have told people, we, we want y'all to get the vaccination, but we get, y'all have a choice to go get it. We don't believe you should be forced to go get it. So Tucker Carlson has been vaccinated. That was a story a couple of weeks ago about Tucker Carlson being in a fish, uh, fishing store and a man come and try to embarrass him. Is that what Don Lemon's talking about? I even played it on this podcast of Don Lemon said, I'm kind of tall between this because I don't know if I should embrace it or I should go ahead and just, you know, not talk about it because I'm a journalist and, you know, but Don Lemon making statements like that, that's offensive. That is, that is, that is ridiculous. That is, that is shameful. But Don Lemon gets a check every week or wherever he gets a check. To say stupid things like that, it's time to start shaming. Are you telling people to go out there and shame us and humiliate us in front of people? If that's the case, you're inciting a a riot. (gasps) No, not Don Lemon. Yes, Don Lemon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the typical left trying to go ahead and try to make themselves holier than thou. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just, this is, this is stupid. But like I said, my good friend, Scott Ford cannot get check, get a check or get modern's eyes for his YouTube channel because some things he says might be offensive. Folks, I wish they would go ahead and censor Don Lemon like they censor us conservatives. Don Lemon, my gosh, it just it's it. And folks, this is this is just this is hypocrisy at its finest. You know, Don Lemon, if I'm not mistaken, was one of them when Trump was president. Don't get the vaccination, Trump. If Trump wins, he's gonna force you to get it. He's gonna don't get the vaccination, like a lot of people did. And folks, it's just not, look, Don Lemon's making statements like that, but Nicki Minaj this week went ahead and put a tweet out there that one of her cousin's friends had his technicals enlarged, his genitals or whatever, and people started crucifying him. Some nut from MSNBC was calling for, saying I was shameful that she used her platform to tell people. Not to go ahead and get the virus. Nicki Minaj was invited to go to the White House. All of a sudden, the White House says, no, 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 we can't. We we did a phone call. We never told her to come to the White House. Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny how when somebody stands up, I hate to see if they ever hear my podcast. Because I bluntly said I... Did not want the vaccination. I don't want the vaccination. And I'm never getting the vaccination because I don't trust it. I didn't trust it with Trump. And Trump's a Trump. Trump was a good president in my, my opinion. 
I just don't trust vaccination. But it, it's kind of ironic that Don Lemon, a few months ago, don't get it. It's a bad shot. This is not true. Biden puts his hand on the Bible. He's the president of the United States. Hey, y'all, go get the vaccination. Hypocrisy at its finest. All right. So, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez went ahead and went to an event. The Met Gala, that's what I was going to say earlier, had a normal event, apparently. This happened. Nicki Minaj was invited to this. I mentioned her earlier because she she hasn't taken a vaccination, and she says she was not bullied into taking a vaccination to go to this event. Excuse me. But there was some other people there. Now, of course, we heard about Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. Alexander Ocasio-Cortez showed up to this event where an individual ticket was priced around $30,000. Now, this is not a normal event that I can go to. You know, if I had $30,000 and paid a ticket, they still probably decline me. they take my money, but decline me. Um... But this Met uh, Gala is a big social event that happens all the time. But like I said, the price tag was $30,000. Now, at this event, apparently, people go ahead and they, they dress up to make a statement because the paparazzi's there, the, the national media's there, and you have all these... These big wigs that show up, so they go ahead and they wear a dress that makes a statement. Well, again, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez went ahead and wore a dress to this event that said, tax the rich. The reason she did that was because the first segment we talked about the infrastructure bill and the 3.5 spending bill, which would raise taxes through the roof, raise corporate taxes and individual taxes. And, and, and the whole premise of this bill is to tax the rich. Because I said it earlier, Biden said on Thursday that the rich is not paying their fair share. That's all they want is the rich to pay their fair share. Also, they got to help pay for the $3.5 trillion bill. Which in reality is going to be $5.5 trillion. Probably a $2 more trillion deficit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, like I said, this is hypocrisy at its finest, like Don Lemon. This woman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, said that she did this because she wants people to know that the rich is not paying their fair share. But ladies and gentlemen, did you catch the hypocrisy at this? She went to an event that was $30,000 per ticket. So if you brought three friends to this, that was 90 grand. Of course, she said, I was invited. Yes, but you still got to pay for your plate. Unless some somebody that you want to tax the rich, somebody you want to increase their taxes on, paid for it. You see the hypocrisy in this, folks? Now, of course, this is just... One of many. There was another person that had this ridiculous, ugly-looking dress saying, equality, equality, equality. We need equality. At a $30,000 plate place. Now, 
you, uh, Megan Rapoport went ahead and jo- had this event as well. Now, see, a lot of people ain't talking about this. They're talking about the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez dress because it was it was kind of ironic. She got a lot of feedback, and she didn't like that, apparently. But she got a lot of feedback because you're telling people, hey, tax the rich, rich, but I'm, at, I'm around all these rich people rubbing shoulders with them and saying how good I am and spending $30,000 on a plate. Now, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez says, when I say tax the rich, I didn't mean me. Well, of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. That's hypocrisy. You're mingling with the rich. You're talking with the rich. You're telling them all about your policies and what you want to do. But you're having to back tax the rich. That's kind of... I'm a loss for words. This is just hypocrisy. But anyway, as I said, Megan Rappenpole, famous... Um, soccer player for the USA which should have been banned a long time ago when she took a knee went ahead and had this event as well now Megan Rapoport is openly homosexual she's a lesbian US women's soccer star and left wing uh, political activist Megan Rapoport wore a red white and blue pin suit oh that's nice to the Met Gala on Monday night. So this was Monday night. I don't know why I said Tuesday or Wednesday. Maybe when I heard the stories. But anyway. Complete with a handbag that read. In gay we trust. Instead of. In God we trust. You can't. You can't take away the man. Uh, you can take away a man's gods. By only to give him. Give him others. I don't know, only to give him others in return, remarked C- CEO, the Blaze Media, Tyler Carden. So, she goes ahead and she wants to represent her country, apparently, but goes ahead and puts a, puts a, 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 a her bag, whatever, in gay we trust. Now, like I said, this event, they had other people, like I said, one dress said equality. But in gay we trust. Hmm. It shows she's not a God-fearing person. Because if you're putting your faith in the gay party, you're in trouble. But ladies and gentlemen, the, the whole segment of this is about how, how the hypocrisy of like AOC, whatever. And we heard about that, but a lot of people didn't hear about this. In gay we trust. Hmm. So it, does that make it a sin to be straight? Does that make it a sin? Well, we know, according to the left, masculinity is a sin because you can't be muscular and manly no more. You got to be wimps. You got to be. But, folks, you see how these people do this, though? They they go to these events where they're high dollar. Because Megan Rappaport, whatever her name is, took a knee for the black community. You know, she could have took that $30,000 and gave it to a lot of good charities to help the people in the hood. See, the same thing with AOC. AOC taxed the rich. Well, if you really think, I'm going to be honest with you. If if you think that the tax, if the rich ain't paying their fair share and we're left out, send me the check for $30,000. Ladies and gentlemen, the left does this all the time. They go ahead and they, oh, poor, the poor gay people. Oh, poor, poor, poor middle class, poor this. And they're, they're causing all the troubles. 
But this gala is just left-wing people to try to push their agenda. They didn't have one conservative there, by the way. I'm just saying. But, and I know I know the, the cherries on top with AOC saying, oh, tax the rich, and she's rubbing her hands, she's rubbing her elbows with them. Don't you see the hypocrisy of these people? And look, Megan Rappaport, I hope I don't know if I'm saying her name right. I'm probably bushing it, and I'm glad I am. Went ahead and wore red, white, and blue and put in gay we trust. This country was built upon the standards of God's word. Was all our founding fathers Christian? No, but they had a Christian principle. And to go ahead and to, to, to slam the name of God like that is, is appalling. This, the, the, ladies and gentlemen, and look, I know a lot of people that are left-leaning, and I love them to death. But my gosh, left-leaning nuts activists like like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez and this Megan Rapinoe and all these people that went to this event. If these are our leaders of our country, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I think, we, I think we're starting to lose hope now. Because if these are the next generation of, of politicians... I got one more story that I found early, uh, right before it came on the air, and I thought I should talk about it. De- Texas doctor says he violated nation's most restrictive abortion law to challenge it. So apparently there's a doctor in Texas that when the, the Texas abortion law passed, he went ahead and he, did an, he performed an abortion after the bill was in law. So he can go ahead and challenge it. I think this doctor was from Houston. Not This came from uh, the Washington Post. And he wanted to challenge this law because in his words, and my, don't, I gotta love, you gotta love technology. But anyway, in his words, he has a daughter and he has granddaughters and he has people of that nature, ladies that are in his family. And he thinks this is very important for them to go ahead and choose pro-choice. Ladies and gentlemen, this doctor should be pulled, should never practice medicine again. Now, of course, the media is going to praise this person because he defined the law in Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, this law was passed by the state legislators. Now, I'm, I'm in favor of this law. I am very, very pro-life. But there's some people out there that say they, they, they're pro-choice and they can't understand how people can be pro-life because I believe that's a life inside. And this doctor to take to, to purposely do an abortion, purposely murder a child so he can go to court over it, this person has no heart and this person shouldn't even have a child. This is sad. Like, this, report, this, this story just happened. But it upsets me that a doctor purposely took a life that man needs to be his medical degree needs to be pulled and he should never ever practice again i'm running out of time so that that's why i'm not going to embark on this i might cover this more next week if i remember ladies and gentlemen the left is totally out of control right now and this world is going to hell in a handbasket to this doctor for having abortion just to challenge the law. But I just want to remind you, with everything going on, remember, Jesus Christ is still king. He's coming back, and he's coming back soon. If you don't know, when he's, if you want to know about his return and how you can make him your savior, 
Contact me. I'll tell you how to be saved and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Until next week, you be blessed, you be encouraged. Thank you again for listening to the Cajun Conservative. Please hit that subscribe button. Until next week, be blessed. Bye-bye.